Strachan and Bell together. There's Cooper breaking through. A chance now. This will be the fourth ball for Aberdeen. And Cooper puts it in with both Rangers running. Well, suddenly it's become a rout. Of course, when things are going wrong against you, you don't get the breaks of the ball. Cooper in with Stewart. He didn't really know where the ball was, but he got the break. And as you say, it's a schoolboy's dream being able to take your time. Knowing that really, all you've got to do is crack it into the back of the net. Welcome to the Here We Go podcast. On tonight's show, we have six top-notch guests, each more impressive than the last, and we're going to pour over Saturday's match against Celtic in forensic detail. There'll be a five-hour deep dive into every aspect of the matchup that went wrong, then an interview with Nicholas Fabiano on his World Cup heartache, and how he wants to hold his son's bar mitzvah at Pataudry in the sixth hour. Or we could just do the annual Don's quiz instead, if you'd rather... I think we'll do that. I think we'll do that. It's a safer space for everyone involved. And let's introduce the team. So first up, the inaugural winners, back with a steely, quiet determination to regain their crown. What was their win back in 2020, like so many other titles that were secured back in the upside-down COVID year? It's uh, Jim Douglas and Martin Ingram. So Jim, is the pressure off as past winners? You've got nothing left to prove, surely. Yeah, we are very relaxed. Relaxed. Okay, uh, that doesn't. That's really probably not the mood you want to take into a quiz, uh, Martin. Is it relaxed? Uh, I mean, how have you gone about preparing for tonight? Preparing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think you'll find uh, we'll provide our usual hodgepodge of uh, variable quality answers as last time. It, it's, it's, it speaks volumes that that was enough to actually win the inaugural competition. But we'll, we'll see how it goes. I've called Jim's attention to detail with regards to uh, weather conditions and all sorts that he was trying to factor into his answers uh, really made the difference in year one. Um, then we have a change up. Um, Martin Clunas uh, has failed a late fitness test. So coming off the bench to join Simon Catter tonight is uh, a very worthy replacement in John Cowan. Now, John, are you going to be more John Hewitt than Nigel Pepper when it comes to substitutes? <laughs> I mean, if I'm Nigel Pepper, at least it'll mean it'll be an early evening for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, treating this like uh, Denmark in 92 uh, is, my, is my overall goal here, but uh, I suspect Nigel Pepper may be closer to the truth. <laughs> and Simon, how does this late swap affect your tactics? I suspect you'll have to do slightly less of the heavy lifting uh, this time around. Well, I hope so. I, I'm hoping it's more Denmark 92 than uh, Ronaldo 98, which uh, I was worried it would be like. So uh, we'll see. John and I have never even said hi to each other yet. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll need to get going quickly, I suppose. And finally, the team with a bigger chip on their shoulder than almost any non-Glasgow team in world football. It's Mark Elric and Michael Grant. Mark, have you decided what you're going to gripe about this year? No, it'll happen. There'll be there'll be many. I think should we not allow um, is it John and Simon to say hello to each other? First? Like, <laughs> we were crying out for that. Hello, hello. If you could just give us two a moment, that would be lovely. <laughs> it's a beautiful, beautiful moment. No, I'll decide what I'll bitch about repeatedly very soon. I'm sure. 
Okay, good. I look forward to hearing about that for the next 12 months. Uh, Michael, <laughs> you're a proper football journalist with the newspaper record, no less. How the hell did you manage to find yourself roped into this nonsense again? I, I don't know why I keep agreeing to it, frankly. I mean, it's just a kind of a, annual humiliation and a, and a source of mass, massive social injustice. Um, but, 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 but here we are again, and like Mark, I reserve the right to moan and bitch and whine if, if it looks like we're not going to win, which will probably probably be quite quickly. Okay, well, to try and ensure that there's no possible swicking by your quiz master to try and set questions up for one team, the questions for each round are already in place. So what we've got to establish is which place each of the teams will fit into to get the questions that are set for that round. So we're going to have an opening ranking question there to place these three teams. So the question is, according to the stats at whoscored.com, how many successful passes did Aberdeen's opponents make in the game at Pitodri on Saturday and the game at Ibrox in October combined? So first up, uh, let's have uh, let's have Mark and Michael. How many passes do you reckon that the two sides that we faced on that day or those days uh, made combined? Completed. Well, Celtic at the weekend was nine hundred and something, nine thirty or something. Uh, Rangers won't be as high as that, but it could easily be. Could easily be, I don't know, six hundred, six fifty. I was, I was thinking fifteen hundred. So, yeah. I mean, you're pretty much on the money with that. I saw some stats when I got back from the game. It was about, I thought, eight hundred, nine hundred from Celtic. So, yeah, say fifteen hundred. What do you think? Go fifteen hundred. Yeah, cool. Okay, Jim and Martin. Well, I'd heard similar stats on, I think, in Radio Scotland and the post-match coverage. I think Tom English spoke about at one point. It would be, it was over seven hundred passes for Celtic to. 100 for Aberdeen, which um, is one of a number of things which tells you the story of our performance on Saturday. Um, I'd agree, I don't think the Rangers game would be quite as much as Celtic's, but um, unless Jim wants to provide an alternative, I'll, I'll maybe suggest maybe go slightly under that. I don't think it would be quite as bad for the Rangers game, so maybe 1,400. Yeah, I'm happy with that, Martin. Well, not happy, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll opinion on our... 1,400 then, you're going with. Uh, so, finally, uh, John and Simon. Oh, that was very authoritative so far, so I'm not here to argue with any of that logic. Uh, I I had a slightly higher figure than 1,500 in mind. I was thinking closer to 1,600, really. I don't remember having much of the ball at Ibrox. I don't know, I don't know what you reckon, Simon. I had a higher number too. I thought I thought it was about 900 this time, and it might have been 650 or 700 the last time, so I would say maybe 1,550. Let's go for that. We'll only, we we only have to go higher than 1,500. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll say 15, 1501 we could do. <laughs> 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 ah, the tactics being entered into it uh, immediately. Well, going higher than 1,500 was wrong because the answer was 1,397, according to, to whoscored.com. 850. <laughs> 853 on Saturday and uh, just just 544 against Rangers at Ibrox a few months ago. Um, so that means that um, Jim and Martin are going to go in the team one position. It means that uh, runners up were um, Michael and Mark. Uh, they're going to go into the team two position. And then uh, bring out the rear is Simon and John, so round one. So this one is our knockoff, knockoff of Tenable, basically. So if you know how that game show works, you'll know that uh, you have got to get the 10 different answers in a particular category. 
And what happens is each team, basically, they'll answer alternatively within that category. If a team member gets one wrong, that team member's eliminated. Obviously, when all team members are eliminated, that's the end of that team's round. So it's going to be one point per correct answer, a bonus point if you manage to get to 5 out of 10, another bonus point to get to 8 out of 10, and three additional bonus points for getting 10 out of 10. So in total, you could end up with 15 points in this round. And it's going to be Jim and Martin to start. So your category is the 10 sides Aberdeen have faced most often. So we'll start with uh, Jim to go first. I'll go with Dundee United. Dundee United are ninth. Can I have a clarification first of all? Are we counting Rangers as two separate clubs? Or, or one combined? <laughs> it's the original version. So I will, I will go with the now defunct Rangers. Okay, good work. They're third. Uh, okay, I'll go with Celtic. Celtic are first. And Hearts. Hearts are fifth. Okay, um, let's go with Hibernian. Hibs are second. Dundee. Dundee are sixth. Can I go so, with Mother, Motherwell, please? Yeah, Motherwell fourth. So you've got seven out of ten already, homing in on that second bonus point. Martin, I think if we keep going like this, the other two teams are going to leave. Well, I get a bonus point for even though you were three out of a huge number. Well, I get the feeling we're we're starting to hove into the part where it's unlikely this is going to continue longer. Um, Kilmarnock. Yes, Kilmarnock at eighth on the list. Oh, come on, two left to go. St Johnston. No, Jim. So uh, you're out the reckoning. So it's uh, Martin just by yourself to get the last two if you can. Oh wow. Yeah, I reckon St. Johnson probably spent a bit too long in lower divisions. Um, St. Mirren. Yes, St. Mirren are seventh. And, oh, this is going to be difficult. I'm trying to think of a team that's been long enough in top flight. I'm, I'm going to go out, I'm going to go with one out of left field. Morton? No, it's uh, that neck of the woods, Partick Thistle are tenth. Ah. So you've got nine there, which is some effort, which means in total you would have scored 11 points out of a possible 15. Great work. Next up, Michael and Mark, your question. Uh, the first 10 countries, alphabetically, that Aberdeen have played teams from Europe in, and that's currently extant countries only. So currently existing countries only. Well, we played Austria, Vienna, so... Austria? Austria is second on the list, yeah. Albania? Albania is first. Karabagh, Azerbaijan? Are they Azerbaijan? Yes. Azerbaijan. Yes, Azerbaijan are there and they are third. Oh, I'm struggling already. Yeah, Croatia? Yes, Croatia is right. Seventh. Belgium is fourth. Michael's just rattling through them off... Uh, in order. I'm just like, I'm just thinking standard layers. We play standard layers, don't we? I mean, he's a journalist. Give him, give him some credit. <laughs> now I'm struggling though. So, so what we're at, we're at C at least. Uh, Denmark. Denmark squeaks in at number ten. Okay. Cyprus. Cyprus is there. Yep. In at number eight. And Bosnia. Yes, good answer. Number five. You only have two left to get. Bulgaria? Yes, Bulgaria is there. 
Okay. One left for the clean sweep, and you've got two chances of getting it. Oh, um, did Michael stay there? He said Bulgaria. Bulgaria. I don't think I ever got that, but that's not the question. Czech Republic? Played anyone Czech Republic? Oh, ho, 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 ho. they've only gone and started off with all 15 oh, points. Come on. <laughs> Excellent work, excellent work, all 10 of them, absolutely. Um, so yeah, Czech Republic, uh, home of the infamous 8-1 aggregate defeat to Sigma Olomouc. Well, John and Simon, you've got some act to follow here. I thought 11 was an excellent score, but uh, again, all 15 points, uh, Michael and Mark. So your question, and uh, John can start off, the last 10 players to score more than 20 goals in a season for Aberdeen. 20 or more, I should say. Last, okay, right. Um, I, I mean, this feels tougher than naming countries, but here we are. Uh, <laughs> um, Welcome to our world of injustice. <laughs> it's good to good to get my agenda in very early. Uh, right, let's go for. Oh my goodness, I'm starting to panic now. Uh, who actually hit the twenty goal mark? Um, is it in all competitions rather than just league? Yeah, yeah, all competitions. It uh, doesn't make any difference here. I'm just trying to buy some time. Um, let's, go, <laughs> let's go for Adam Rooney. Yes, Adam Rooney is the second most recent to have hit that mark. Right. Well, the most most recent must be Cosgrove. Correct. Duncan Sheeran. Yes, he is fifth. Oh, right. Did Niall McGinn not have a 20-goal season when Brown was the manager? So, Niall McGinn. Now we're getting a third. Um, I'm going to say Billy Dodds. And here's fourth. You have got the top five. Ugh, right. When we did that 92-93 season, there was a heap of them that had all scored well. Um, oh, this is going to be a gamble. So Shearer was fifth, was he? Yeah. Uh, well... I will go Frank McDougall then. Frank McDougall is seventh. Okay. I will go with Eric Black. Eric Black is correct and he is ninth on the list. So, did you say McDougall was seventh? McDougall was seventh. Black's ninth, yeah. So, Mark McGee. Mark McGee is number 10 on the list. Again, boys, you've got 8 out of 10, so you've secured the bonus point for 5 and secured the bonus point for 8. So, 2 left to get. I presume it's unbecoming at this stage for me to say that we're in reach as well beyond uh, the, the year I was born in. Um... Uh, not for me, we aren't, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in this case, I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to take a punt on someone. Um... Because, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know the answer. I'm going to go for, I'll go for Hans Hillhouse. No, he's not on the list. So, uh, Simon, it is uh, down to you. Right. So, I've got a couple of names in my head. Um, Mixu Patalainen. He is number six on the list. Right, that was... So, that's us got... It's number eight we're missing, isn't it? On Yes. Number eight we're missing, which is between McDougal and Black. Hmm. So that is an early 80s job. Did we see? 
No, we haven't guessed John Hewitt, have we? Um, I don't know if we've got anybody else. Oh, John Hewitt. Uh, so close. The answer was actually Billy Stark, who had uh, uh, that 20 goal season, and that was a tough one. Billy Stark, uh, probably the, the hardest one on that list, but again, excellent effort. And uh, like Jim and Martin to kick off, you're on 11. So that opening round, we have shock leaders. Uh, Michael and Mark have opened up a four point gap already. They can only blow it from here, I think. It's the, <laughs> <laughs> it's the spin that I'm choosing. To can we not all disagree that? Can we not just agree that we've all done very well in that round and just wrap it up there? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Stop the count. <laughs> yeah. We just know that if, if it stays like this at the end, the last question will be worth five and you don't get to answer that. Yeah. It's just like... <laughs> Honestly, the, the, this is entirely above board. Doubly legitimate operation. <laughs> uh, but the next round is the... Um, the classic favourite of Name That Don. So basically one team member will try and describe a list of uh, Aberdeen players, um, Aberdeen managers, people associated with Aberdeen, to the other one. Uh, they're not allowed to use rhymes um, and they're not allowed to name the clubs that the players either came from or went to. So uh, there are going to be two rounds of this over the course of a night, so you're both going to get the chance to be the guesser. So first up... Um, it's going to be the team of Jim and Martin, and it's going to be Jim describing to Martin. Gentlemen, uh, you are going to have one minute to get through as many of these as you can. Uh, so it's Jim describing to Martin. The names on there, no rhyming, no mention of the previous club or the club they went to after Aberdeen. Can I can I name anyone they've scored against? You can do that, yeah. So, are you ready? Go. Let's do it. Okay. Um, scored a beautiful volley against Copenhagen in Europe. Oh. Uh, was a winger and a striker. Foster. No, Lee Miller. Oh, Jamie Smith. Smith. Good. Um, no one is a guy who really turned up in European nights. Midfielder. Oh, I need that pass. the biggest game of his career. Oh, um, Stuart Kennedy. Dougie Bell. Yes, Dougie Bell. Um... Aberdeen's second most expensive sale. Oh. Scored Chris Boy told Chris Boy told him to shoot and he did. <laughs> we can ask, okay. Okay. Um the Merklin stand and other stands sang a rather rude song about him being a fat somebody, even though he was a bit of a hero for us. And again his injury meant he missed a game. He was a midfielder come winger. Oh man. That is your time up. Oh, we always we did terrible with this last time as well, didn't we? I think we did. So I think, it, sorry, got... I think I should have got straight into positions instead of <laughs> instead of folklore. You, got, you scored three points on that correctly, getting Jamie Smith, Doug Bell, and Scott McKenna. It was Peter Pollitt that was being described uh, at the end there, and I cannot believe that we didn't go with a human league reference for that one. But never mind. Um, next up is Michael and Mark. So it's going to be Michael describing to Mark. So your time, Michael, starts now. Uh midfield, a uh, popular midfielder that we sold to England, had won the Scottish Cup with his previous club about five years ago. Five, no. Yep. Um, Norwegian striker, cult hero. Uh, um, Stavrum. Yep. 
1970s striker, another cult hero, uh, League Cup, 1976, Alan McLeod. Graham. Uh, Harper. Famously hung over on the top of the bus. Oh, uh, oh my God. Uh, Davy Robb. Uh, goal-scoring midfielder was mentioned in the previous answer. Billy Stark. A Danish, mid, a Danish manager, a veteran, passed away a couple of years ago. Scott Yes. A midfielder whose wife and the manager were often mentioned together. What? That's your time up. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> um, well, I mean, Ash Taylor will be delighted to be mentioned as a midfielder, but I thought the description otherwise was fantastic. <laughs> Oh, did I say midfielder? Oh, God, sorry. Uh, slanderous, but fantastic. I'm, I was um, too busy trying to figure out how to word that description. Then. <laughs> uh, so that was four. Uh, correct, you got Stavram, Rob, Stark and Scovedal in time. Uh, it was uh, Graham Shinney rather than Fraser Fivey, um, the uh, first one. So uh, four from that. So um, it, again... It was quite incredible to hear a journalist working so hard to get a defamatory comment in. <laughs> <laughs> did you say, I thought you said Shinney. Did you say Fivey? He said Fivey. Oh, no, I said Ginny. Even, when, even when they're leading, they're still at it. This is no, that's why I moved on. I thought you said Ginny. That's why I moved on to the next one. No, never mind. No, I did. I said Fivey, yeah. Okay, next up is uh, John and Simon. So, John, your time starts now. Okay, uh, goalkeeper during the 1980s. Back up uh, to Jim Leighton initially. Brian Gunn. Uh, Yes, uh, goalkeeper uh, came from the northeast of England, went into punditry and goalkeeper. David Priest. Yep, goalkeeper uh, still on the club's books, English. Um, um, Joe Lewis. For a number of years. Yes, uh, record signing uh, over a million pounds. Paul uh, Bernard. Oldham. Yep. Oh, I should have said that. <laughs> and a manager during the nineteen eighties won all the trophies. Alex Ferguson. Yep. Uh, Club captain last season. Um, uh, Joe Lewis. Uh, oh, no, sorry. Team captain last season. I wish. <laughs> uh, oh, Chris, I can't think of that. Um, Centre midfielder. Um, now retired. Probably quite familiar from his time in Scottish football beforehand. Oh, Scott Brown. Yep. Uh, manager last season. That's your time uh, up. Since you were going along so so well, and then the the Scott Brown thing just seems to put you completely off course. Um, Simon, I wish I wish I could have blotted out of my memory as easily as you have. It's, that whole glass season is just it's like a, a void now. It's just disappeared completely. Um, there was mention of Oldham with Paul Bernard, but it was after yes. uh, Simon had guessed that successfully. So um, I'm going to let that one stand, and you got six in your allotted one minute. So the scores at the end of round two. Fourth, uh, not fourth place, that would be quite impressive with three teams, but uh, third place with 14 points uh, are Jim and Martin. 
Uh, second, I'm sure we the... could. I'm sure we could manage fourth yet, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second, cutting the gap uh, down to just a couple of points to the top. Uh, John and Simon after the good round last time out, but still leading the way on 19 points are Michael and Mark. So uh, round three is the very uh, infamous. I was going to say popular, but of course it's not popular. It's uh, play your dons right. So you will be given a starting dons based number. Then you have to guess if the next number, the, the clue to the the answer to the next clue is higher or lower than that first number. So you're going to get two points for each correct guess. So each time you go higher or lower, which of course is a 50-50 shout, you're going to get two points. Then you'll get bonus point for getting three out of four and a further bonus point if you manage to score, uh, the, if you manage to give us the correct answer four times out of four. So it's going to be Jim and Martin to start. Now, your first number, your starting number, it's going to be 10, which is the amount, the amount of times that we've played a side from Iceland. We've played Icelandic t- sides 10 times. So I want to know if it's if that number, 10, is higher or lower than the number of times we've faced, and again, all these are in competitive matches, Berwick Rangers. Um, See, I don't think we'd have played Berwick Rangers that often because we've never... We've never been in the same league, so I'd, 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 I'd be guessing lower. I'm thinking lower, but then that, um, didn't Mark, when Mark de Klerk scored his goal from his goal against him, wasn't that a two-legged affair? So that's two already, which is... Yeah, I, st- I still part, think part of the way to ten. <laughs> we weren't in the, in the days of bigger first and second divisions, they would have been? No. I mean, possibly, but I can't remember. League Cup group stages in the summer of '69. Yeah, that's the only thing that worries me. Is that again, the double the double-legged League Cup stages might well have produced enough of those games, but I still think lower. There's also the fact that Richard would like to embarrass us straight away in this. <laughs> mm. That's alright, lads. It's a fifty-fifty shout. How can I possibly embarrass you on a fifty-fifty shout? You don't even have the the famed so Bruce Forsyth option of it being exactly the same. So oh, right. you know. Right, no, Martin, you, you go with your guess, Martin. Go with lower. Let's go lower. Right, it is lower. Seven times we faced Berwick. So, is seven higher or lower than the number of wins we've had in the European Cup? Now, is that games or, ta- games, or, or ties? Games, not ties. Games, not ties. Right. European Cup. So, we've only been in it. We've only been in four times. Four times. No, not even. No, not four, four times, because we never got. Hibs. Sorry, I thought we've won the league four times. Of course, we famously didn't get in the first time that we won the league. So, um, the high bees. So, um, three times. We had the run. No, I'm going to. Well, we got beat home and away by Liverpool in yeah. the. What did we play? Um, Who did we play before that? Did we play anybody before that? Oh, we did. Did we Austria Memphis? Austria Memphis. Yep. Named after a cigarette company. Um, you don't get any bonus points for that, Jim. That's okay. I've got Mark de Clerk in there as well. I'm feeling quite pleased with our, <laughs> our last place. Um, uh, Dingwood Berlin was one win. Have you got an, an, an abacus there, Martin? We can check these on. So that's one, two, Famously, we was it was Gothenburg we got knocked out by, but didn't win either of the game. So no. we there were two draws we got knocked out, and we didn't. We, did, so we didn't lose in the competition that year. And didn't we kind of scuff our way past the crannies or somebody before that, like with a one-one and a two-one or something? So that wasn't many. I, th- I still think we'd be struggling to get to seven. I think we're less as well. I think it's less. Okay, so 
Okay, it is lower. Five in total. I think you, you pretty much got through them all. Um, it was one against Servette, um, two against oh, yeah. Arcanes, one against mm -hmm. Austria Vienna, one against uh, Dino of Berlin. So, is five... A solo here. <laughs> is five higher or lower than the number of matches Aberdeen have played in the Fairs Cup, the old Fairs Cup? Oh my goodness. Uh, oh man. This is definitely before my time. So... So was Juventus? Was that that was UEFA? They played. I think it was affairs back at the time that we were playing. Like I remember, I did a tweet about our who, who our best win would have been by ranking. And I think that was a year we played Rails at Gotha. They were like second best team in Europe or something like that. So we played them. So, so that was two. So we got through that game to the next round, and we played. Didn't we play Ricky? So again, is that sorry, sorry, Richard? Again, is that games or ties? This is matches, games, individual matches. matches. What number was it before? Five. It's five. You're five that you're matching against. So, I think it must be. So, five. Jim, I think that was it. I think that was the only time we were ever in the first cup. So, I know it sounds mad, but it might be lower again. But then, if we beat Reykjavik and we beat, was that a goal? No, no, no. Reykjavik was a cup winners' cup. Oh, was it? Ah, okay. Let's go lower again then. It is lower again. It's four. Oh, wow. uh, just the four games. <laughs> so finally... Richard, to, you really have been trying to trip us up. That's mad. To secure... Um, so that's your bonus point for getting three out of four secured. Now to get an extra bonus point for getting all four of them um, is the number of times that we faced Montrose. Uh, higher or lower? Oh, than Jim. So Jim, I'm handing this completely off to you. <laughs> I, I had my stag day at Montrose. I was the mascot on my stag day. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Darren Young was the captain of East Fife who were playing and he said what the blank what the blank are you doing big man <laughs> and a guy behind the goal we got to do penalties on the pitch and a kid behind the goal started chanting you are Stephen Hawking at me wow I know um, that doesn't help much no no but it makes me happy to it's a tremendous story though Jim thank you Um. Um, we're not really playing Montrose. We played them maybe once in the eighties in a cup game, I think. It would be quite. I just feel we. Could be lower. I, I wonder if this is the limit that we're going to go. We're going to go lower all the way through. The only thing is, I yeah. couldn't imagine we'd have played them last times we'd have played Berwick. Yeah, and then there would have been a potential for League Cup group stage jiggery pokery. Yeah. So we quite. Um, I'm leaving it to you, Jim. This is your special subject. Richard's state of mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's go with higher. Oh, at the last you trip up. Um, Lord, because it was wow. lower. Three times we have faced Montrose competitively. Um, which does seem very, very low, obviously. But um, there we are. So, uh, Three correct, six points, one bonus uh, for getting the uh, for three out of four. So seven points in total for you two Cheers. from that round. Uh, so well done. Uh, Michael and Mark, your first uh, number is the number of goals that Duncan Shearer scored for Aberdeen, which is 79. Um, I want to know if the number of appearances, so that starts and sub appearances combined, uh, for Aberdeen in competitive matches is higher or lower than 79. Did you see the player? Oh, who? Ilian Kiryakov. Kiryakov, okay. More than 79 appearances. Oh. 
How long was he here for? A couple of seasons? I, I think he, he lingered around for a bit longer than than that. Um, to pay for his fags, obviously, couldn't he? <laughs> uh, you get more, get more slander. What's that? So, that's fact, man. That's fact. Uh, so that's what? That's two full seasons? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking higher. Yeah, I think I'd go higher as well. I don't know if he he was out quite a bit, probably because of yeah. the fans and that. But um, yeah, I don't know. When did he? Was it ninety four? Like after a World Cup or something? Was it ninety four? Yeah, yeah. It would have been about ninety five. He came, but okay. did he not? You not linger around a bit longer than we? We'll go higher. I'll I'll, I'll go with what you said. I agree. Yeah, I'll, I'll go higher. But, but let's go higher. Okay, you're right to go higher. Eighty nine. Uh, appearances for Aberdeen in total. Uh, so, next up, the number of matches that Ian Porterfield was in charge for. Is that higher or lower than 89? Uh, Happy memory for all concerned. <laughs> is, is this just draws? <laughs> Goalless draws, actually. Um, what was it, 86? He was gone in 88. Uh, so I'm thinking lower. I don't think he was, I don't remember him. Was it about 18 months or a, week? a bit more? Yeah. I, yeah. I think lower, Mark, to be honest. I'll, I'll bow to the Times journalist. Yeah. Yes, it is lower. It's lower by one. Uh, 89 Kiviakov appearances, 88 games that Porterfield was in oh, charge Jesus. for. Uh, yeah, number of Willow Flood appearances, higher or lower than 88? Oof. Was he kind of three seasons? Two seasons? Yeah. I'm not so good on the bloody recent ones. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not good, I'm not good on any of these. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you, you took us through last time we'd done this one. 88, Willow Flood. Uh... Can we ask some of the other boys on the other team? <laughs> <laughs> um, he was, he was so don't ask the audience round to this. He was injured. Have we got an audience? Um, <laughs> he was... Uh... A diminishing one at this rate. <laughs> I think lower because he didn't. He didn't get injured a lot. He was, but he. I seem to just remember him playing lots, though. Do you know what I mean? Um, okay. I, um, you, you go. You pick, and I'll. I'll be happy with that. You, no, you know what? You know what? No, because I just said you got us through this last time. So if you're going lower, I'm gonna go with lower as well. We don't. We don't want to fall out. But okay, let's. You go, know what? No, we will never fall out, Michael. We will never fall out. I. <laughs> I, you're bonded in... together by the years of uh, you know. injustice. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like Mandela and his cellmates. You know, we're, we've got a lot. We've we've been through a lot together. <laughs> see, see, pre pre this, I said yearly humiliation, and you came on and said exactly the same phrase. Um, I, I, okay, you don't want to say it. I'll say it. I'm I'm going to go lower. I'm afraid it's higher. 104 appearances for Willow Flat. Oh, so Hans Hillhaus, is he more or less appearances than 104? Uh, Hillhaus was, when did he come, 89? Yeah. He wasn't here very long either, though, was he? He was probably here. Oh, he was still there. In... No, was he? Was he here he longer? He was still there in 91 because he scored, against, remember he scored against Rangers in the, in the kind of run-up to the yeah, game yeah. Ibrox. Yeah. I'm going to... I'm gonna think it's probably even longer than Willow Flood, but yeah. What's sorry, Richard? What's the number? One hundred and four. One hundred and four for Willow Flood. So higher or lower than one hundred and four for Hans Heelhouse? I don't know actually. But... 
Uh, well, what was the last one higher? Well, we've seen lower because the last one was higher. That's the level we're at here. <laughs> um, did Hill House play more games than Willow Flood? Like, I would say, I'd probably say yeah. Like, actually, yeah. if I just went on instinct alone. Yeah, me too. Go for it. Higher. The instinct you had just to go lower because last time it was higher was the one you should have stuck with rather than trying to trust any footballing <laughs> gut because I'm afraid it was lower at 100. So uh, you got two right there, um, which is four points. Uh, no bonus points, but uh, two right and just the last two tripped you up. So um, finally, John and Simon, uh, your starting number is the number of times Aberdeen have played Wraith Rovers, which is 101. I need to know whether... I don't need to know. That sounds like, you know, I'm so desperate to know it's going to complete my life. I, I don't really care that much. But what I want to know is whether the amount of times that we have faced Dunfermline, obviously five rivals of Wraith Rovers, is higher or lower than 101. I think Dunfermline have spent more time in the yeah. top flight during my lifetime. And, that, and probably did in the 50s and 60s and so on yeah. as well. Yeah, so I think on that basis, higher seems more logical, would you reckon? Well, the, the number of games with Wraith Rovers seemed absurd. Imagine having to sit down and watch 101 matches against Wraith Rovers. <laughs> uh, but that seemed a really high number. But yeah, I, I, I would I would happily say higher for Dunfermline, yeah. I mean, imagine if, if Jet had played in all of them. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go higher. Uh, you're right to go higher, 129 matches against Dunfermline. Uh, so, um, having gone from Ray to Dunfermline, I'm now going to go from Dunfermline to Falkirk, uh, because they got on famously. Games against Falkirk, are they higher or lower than 129? That's a bit more tricky, I think. Um, so, probably comparable amounts of time in the top flight during my lifetime, but like you say, 50s and 60s, maybe Dunfermline were a bit bigger bit of a less storied history, Falkirk. They were around for a while when there was the 44 game seasons. Falkirk were around then. Oh, that's but, So yeah. we probably played them four times a year, a few times, but I'd probably say lower than Dun- I mean, Dunfermline. Must have been playing in the old days. Must have played Dunfermline more often, you would think. Quite a lot more often. Yeah. That would be my instinct too. The 44 yeah. game season's thrown me, but... Uh... Aye, I, I, yeah, I'm leaning towards lower. Yeah. Okay, um, it's higher, and it's much higher. It's 181 uh, games against them, uh, against Falkirk um, compared to 129 against the Firm. And I guess the four games a season catches up quite quickly because um, they've, I mean, they had a good long spell in the top flight um, throughout the early part of the century. Um, so um, next up, I need to know whether the number of appearances by Ian Scanlon is higher or lower than 181? Simon? I would... My instinct would be lower. He he only was at the club for four or five years. He joined... Where did we get him from? Sheffield Wednesday. And he joined in the late 70s. So he joined in 77 and he left when we signed Peter Weir in 81. In fact, he's not part of the deal with Peter Weir. I've, uh, I have next to nothing to contribute here, so I'm, I'm enjoying so, listening to you. I don't think that Ian Scanlon has played as many as 181 games for Aberdeen. If he'd only four seasons, I'd say lower. Let's go lower. Lower. It is lower. It's uh, 132. Um, so, again, quite a bit lower there. So, um, finally, 
we all know that uh, Joe Harper has scored 199 goals from Aberdeen. That's unless you listen to Joe Harper himself, who will claim any number between 206 and about 3,212. But what I want to know is how many separate games did Joe Harper score in for Aberdeen? And is it higher or lower than 132? Yeah. Let's work out this. Yeah. How many multiples are we looking at here before it uh, before it goes lower than 132? You're looking at uh, at least what? 67 doubles. Yeah. Or 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 higher. Yeah. Um. That seems that seems feasible. Yeah, because he. He did score a lot of twos and threes when we had mm-hmm. big wins. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to be really close to the thing. Yeah. I'm tempted to Almost as up. if that's the point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it was times we played Montrose this year. Yeah, I'm willing to accept that. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't... I don't know based on facts here. <laughs> I'm trying to work it out on probability and I'm I'm thinking maybe going towards lower. I don't know what you reckon, Simon. Uh, it's an absolute toss-up, to be honest. I was starting to think maybe higher because how many single goal games would there have been? Probably quite a lot. 67 doubles and mind you, need a few hat-tricks as well. Right, go, yeah. go with you. Go, go lower. I don't have sufficiently... I'm, my instinct isn't strong on this at all. So I would... Happy to go with lower. Okay, let's go lower. Yeah, I don't think it was really possible to really work that one out. Uh, it is actually higher, 139. Mm. Uh, it is, as you say, pretty close. So again, you got two out of the four Ooh. right there. So no bonus points. The only people get bonus points were Jim and Martin. And what's that? what that has meant overall is a tightening of the pack because we have a joint second place, Jim and Martin and John and Simon, both on 21 points. And then on 23 points, still leading the way, Michael and Mark. Round four is the round which we've had in every year but still seems to confuse some people. This is the sort of only connect ripoff. So there are going to be four clues linked to a theme. You'll be given the first clue and you need to guess what the theme is and the fourth clue in the sequence. Now if you don't get it in the first clue you'll be given the second clue, you'll be given the third clue and then if you don't get it on the third clue you will then be given the fourth clue and you'll still get the chance to guess the theme. Uh, so you're going to get four points for guessing the theme, eight points for guessing it and giving me the fourth clue after clue one, six points for doing so after clue two, and four points for after the third clue. So basically, you can have anything between zero points and 12 points in this round. So first up, Jim and Martin. Now, your first clue is standard liage. Okay, so from the previous round we did, Jim, I'm immediately now thinking teams we, that we've beaten um, or played in European competition because we obviously played them in the first one. The, 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 yep. the only thing is, if it was teams we'd beaten, um, we beat them in the home leg, not in the, but but then we'd 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 we'd, we'd won we'd won home and away against Reykjavik before that, and so you wouldn't get more than two. That way, and I'd have thought it would have started with Reykjavik. It was the other way around. So, so yeah. So that, none of that's helped. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts, Jim? Um, my thought is you can always say at any time pass and get the next clue. That's my <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> okay. 
Sounds like someone's the amount of time we take to deliberate over questions really pains Richard every year, doesn't it? <laughs> Not just Richard. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> right, shall we move on? Yeah. Uh, do we, we beat Liège? Yeah, well, we beat him at home, but we we we, we lost away, so we got knocked out. So so oh yeah, so the theme might be teams that we've been knocked out by in European competition. The first team to knock us out of a certain competition, or 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 all or or in, in Europe entirely. So it could either be teams that knocked us out in Cup Cup or teams that knocked us out in Europe totally. And either 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 way, you then need to do we do we get a point for if we guess the theme correctly but don't know the fourth answer. You would just get the four points. Well, I, I'm going to go with with teams that have knocked us out of European competition as a theme. And then um, and the last one, or the Europa League. Oh goodness, that's even making it more. Now that wouldn't have been the fourth most, the fourth least recent one, Liverpool, would it? No, no. Right. I just meant. I, th- I was thinking. I mean, I'm aware that Richards may be erecting a kind of a, a, a gallows here or something, but. Um, <laughs> Like the team that knock us out of the comp, so Liverpool were the first team to knock us out of the European Cup. Oh, on each type one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the fourth answer would be Cup Winners' Cup, Fairs, UEFA, Europe. Yeah, okay, let's do that. Liverpool, Liverpool and its teams to knock us out of various types of European competition. Yeah. Okay, well, that's wrong. So the second, <laughs> the second clue is RWD Molenbeek. So it must be Belgian teams then, surely. Hang on, Liege. Belgian teams that we've played, played. in you in Europe. So Liège, Molenbeek, Vauter, Watershy, Beveren. Beveren. Who was the last? Beveren. Be- Belgian the teams we played in Europe. Beveren. Yes. Excellent. Well done. Oh, uh, so yes. you get six points plus the four points, ten points in total from that round. Very well done. It's worth the deliberation. It's worth taking the time to do it. Sure. Whatever happens, you always show we're working. Yes. Michael and Mark, uh, your first clue is St. Mirren. (laughs) St. Mirren. That's as obscure as Belgian teams that you've played in European football. You're not meant to be able to get it on the first uh, first clue. That's all I'm, you know... Yeah. Two two things I'm thinking about St. Mirren is Fergie, obviously, coming from St. Mirren. Yeah. And winning the league, winning the first league cup against St. Mirren, and knowing knowing Richard's kind of deviousness, <laughs> is it is probably something to do with the cup. Nineteen ninety, we beat Rangers. But so league cup. I, I don't know. Rangers. I mean, are you thinking anything else, Mike? St. Mirren. No, I mean I went with Fergie as well. I mean it's worth a stab, isn't it? Go for that. Rangers and league cup teams we beat to win the league cup. No, that's not right. So the second clue is Arsenal. Fucking hell. Okay. So, well, Charlie Nicholas is the first thing I think of there. So, could it be like, I don't know, it doesn't work. I was thinking like top goal scorers because like McDougal came from St. Mirren, Nicholas came from. Ah, So, like, kind of golden golden boot winners or something, or league top goal scorers, where they came from. So then, what McGee? Would he he'd been about there. He was from Newcastle. Uh, he come from Newcastle, yeah. But what's, right so what's, what, yeah, what are we? What are you saying? Top goal scorers in the like league top goal scorers and clubs that came from. But I'm not oh, sure if that would be the right order for doing that. I don't know what. I hate this game. Arsenal. Jesus. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think what's the chronology then. So, Charlie uh, Nutt came in 89. So, if you go McDougal, is it McDougal going to, going to from It'd Savannah be going to back then, wouldn't it? So, like the next one would be. I know, but the first, but, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. the first one was the first one was St. Mirren, so yeah, I can't think of yeah, any other Arsenal. A, no, Willie Young, but I mean, that's, I can't can't really make any. So yeah. where are we after Nicholas then? If it goes backwards, then the next one would be would it be McGee in Newcastle, and then what Harper in Everton or something? It's not going backwards, though, is it? Because the first clue was St. Mirren, the second one was Arsenal. Richard, what's oh, yeah. the longest podcast you've ever recorded before? Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm uh, not, we've got nothing to show for it. Um, no. Pa, I, I, I can't think of a... It's something to do, do third, with goals. Do you want the third clue? The third clue is PSV Eindhoven. So, right. yeah, so Hill House from yeah. Eindhoven. So, so the next... <sighs> If we're thinking that's right, we could be completely on the wrong path. But if it is that, it would be submitted with McDougal, Nicholas with Arsenal, Hillhouse with... No, that doesn't work either, does it? Yeah. But transfer fees or something, maybe? So Bernard and Oldham, maybe? Peter Weir was a record signing from uh, submitted. Arsenal yeah. was Charlie Nicholas, Eindhoven, was he record? I don't know. So, like, next one, Bernard, Oldham? Yeah, yeah, I'll go with know. that. I love it when that little germ of uh, just strikes somebody. And yeah, you're absolutely right. It's the clubs we signed our record transfer from. So it's uh, Peter Weir from St. Mirren, Charlie Nicholas Arsenal, Hans Heelhouse, PSV Eindhoven. And the fourth clue was indeed Paul Bernard at Oldham Athletic. So well done. Well done, Mark. Um, Well done, Mark. Sort of getting there after the second clue, but it was the third one which... uh, which put you over the top. So, finally, John and Simon in this round. Your first clue is White Hart Lane. Okay. Um, well. <laughs> well, we drew, we drew Tottenham, didn't we, in the early seventies in uh-huh. either the Fairs or the UEFA Cup. Uh huh. So it's yeah, probably to do with European ties again. Um, trying to get a sequence of four out of that though. Uh, so is this English grounds that we? Which how many English teams have we played? So, uh, so you got it, Liverpool. Ipswich and Burnley. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so maybe in, if, in chronological order, you'd go to Burnley fourth. So it would be away grounds that Aber- English grounds that Aberdeen have played yeah. European ties, and the Turf last Moor. one would be Turf Moor Burnley. Yeah, let's go for that. Do that. Yeah, it's it's right. It's right. I've obviously made Ooh. that one far too wow. easy. Oh, if you've nailed that one on the first go, ha- happening again, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but you can just tell, can you? You just know, you can sense it happening, you know. You're powerless. The first clue, Sid Murren. <laughs> <laughs> if only you'd been shitter at the opening question and got uh, into the third category of questions, you you too could have struggled at that question instead of struggling at the question you did actually struggle with. Um, I thought that was excellent. Excellently worked out by Simon. One. I'm just talking over the abuse yeah. that I'm getting currently. Yeah. Uh, it's a 12 points out of a possible 12 for John. 
and Simon there. What that means to overall leaders is that we have new leaders, basically. John and Simon go top on 33 points. And now, joint second place is Michael and Mark and Jim and Martin, both of whom are only two points adrift on 31 points. This round, round five, this is a new round this year. And this is basically a rip-off of Pointless. So it's going to be one category... All players are going to answer up and down the line like they do on um, that popular BBC One quiz show. Uh, and we're going to do two rounds of this. And basically, it's going to be five points for scoring the least number of points, three points for scoring the second least number of points, and one point if you've scored the most points. Um, for these questions, you can't actually get a pointless answer. You'd be looking to score the lowest possible number. It's impossible to get a pointless answer, as you'll understand when I ask the question. If you give me a response that isn't a right response, that is 100 points, like in Pointless. Um, so, the first round of this. I want to know players who made an appearance in the 2010-2011 season. So, that, again, you're looking for someone who has made the fewest number of appearances in that season and as I say we'll go up and down the rounds uh, up and down the teams so starting off with Jim yeah just to give everyone in, in in the round a little bit help that's the season that Martin McGee kicked off and Craig Brown finished off so a vintage season really I think we can all agree <clears throat> I'm going to say oh gosh Mark Reynolds Mark Reynolds for 2010-11 is... Let me just see if I can find him. I'm afraid that's 100 points, Jim. Yeah, Mark, just uh, a season too early. Mark joined the following season in January the following season. So, uh, oh, so you're a season out there. So, you go down the list. so 100 points there for that one. Uh, Michael, uh, you're next up. Players who played in season 2010-11 for Aberdeen. Is this the time to say that I've never watched Countdown? It was, sorry, what's it called? Pointless. Pointless. No, okay, that's fine. The idea here, you're looking for someone who who, who has made the fewest appearances obscure. in that season. The more okay. obscure okay. answer, so the played, better. Played but obscure, right. So, 2010... Well, uh, Richard, I'd argue Mark Reynolds played the least amount of games out of everybody. <laughs> was Pollock breaking through that season? Are you going with Pollock? Pollitt. Yes, Pollitt is correct. He 16 appearances that season. Okay. Uh, so, John, you're up next. I think um, I'm going to go for Paul Hartley. Paul Hartley. These, I'm pretty certain you're right with Hartley. You are right with Hartley. Uh, he made a surprisingly high 32, but it's obviously mm. better than 100. Um, so we come down the line, but it's, it's going to be Simon that kicks off. Uh, now, again, if you've ever watched Pointless, that's how they do it. So we're going to copy right to the death. Uh, Simon, we need a player from you that played in 2010-11. And the more obscure, the better. Well, I've got sort of dodgy ones in my head, but I'm not sufficiently confident to go with obscure ones. So I will go with uh, Ryan Jack. Ryan Jack is right. Uh, Ryan Jack played 37 times in what was his breakthrough season. So uh, the two of you mm, combined in this round, the two of you combined in this round, I have 69. Mark, 
I go with Fivey again. I'm sure he's going to be right sometime. <laughs> Fraser Fivey Fraser Fivey is right and because of injury he is a tremendous answer he only played six times that season uh, so you guaranteed a win in this uh, in this round of this because in combined total you have 22 points John and Simon have only got 69 uh, uh, Martin I'm going to let you give a guess uh, see if you can get a one point answer but you, you're finishing <laughs> you're going to find somebody who played minus 44 <laughs> games for <laughs> <laughs> Mark, this is like when Hearts had to play Dunfermline at penalty kicks and already knocked out of the League Cup. Um, if 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 it's still been competitive, um, I'd have I'd have probably guessed Andy Considine. I think he was only a few seasons in, and I certainly remember he got his debut under at the very the very death throes of the Patterson regime. I think. Yeah, Andy Considine. a good few seasons into his. Uh, but you're not going with him, is what you're saying? Because well, no, I I think that's a safe answer because I knew we'd have played. But um, okay. give, if we're going to try and get a, a a one, I'm going to go for the really obscure one. I can't remember if he actually played or not. But I'm going to go for Ian Good. Ian Good, I'm pretty sure it was a few years before. I think he was round about Scovedale's year. Let me just find him if I can. Yeah, he was he was well before. He was uh, in, in yeah. amongst the Nigel Peppers and the Andreas Mayers. So, yeah. uh, so out Ian of interest, Good, what was Considine? Uh, Considine was up at 38. So Fair enough. That would be my serious answer. But... Yeah, it was been Yuan a... Foley an answer, Richard? That was my obscure one. Was he that season of the season? I think he was that season. Twenty games uh, in season yeah, twenty. Wasn't better than Ryan Jack anyway. So um, anyway, so Michael and Mark top score in that round. They get the five points, and it's three for John and Simon, and just the one for Jim and Martin. This time round, uh, we're going to start with. Um, third team so we're going to start with Simon this time round for sub round B and um, this one is going to be goal scorers in season 94 and 95 I will go for Hugh Robertson <laughs> uh, Hugh Robertson um, did score in 94 and 95 he scored in the opening day of the season if I recall correctly and he, he scored streamers in consecutive weeks, did he not? He scored two 25-yarders in a row. I have a memory of that, but anyway. He scored, yeah, and that's the only goals he got all season, so two. Excellent answer. Uh, so next up is going to be Mark. Uh, goal scorers in season 94-95. His own goal is an acceptable answer, Richard. <laughs> it, it, it's, I like your thinking, but no. Oh, 94-95... Uh, I was too busy being cocky with the own goals will be fine. Um, McKimmy? Stuart McKimmy, did he score in 94 and 95? Um, I want to say that he, he did get a goal in 94 and 95. I have no recollection of that whatsoever, but he it doesn't matter because he scored. Uh, that's an excellent answer. That's a single point answer. Look at oh, him go. Oh, oh, five Ian McKimmy, who knew? Martin. Well... This is an ever again season, isn't it? So I know because I, I know he definitely scored. So Brian Irvin scores in the win against Celtic. So I'm going to go Brian Irvin. Brian Irvin did score. And really surprisingly, it was his only goal that season. So that's another one point answer. Excellent work, Martin. Jim. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go for Stephen Glass. 
Uh, Stephen Glass obviously famously uh, did score towards the tail end of that season some important goals as well uh, and in total he got three goals that season both legs of the playoff plus that goal at Falkirk four points in total for you guys for the round um, this is going to be this is a really low scoring round everyone's doing very well um, Michael I'm going to go with Scott Thompson because I remember him scoring at Falkirk on the final game before the playoffs and I can't think he'd have got many more. Uh, again, that's an, excellent, two or three maybe. that's an excellent yeah. answer. He scored just one goal for Aberdeen and it was that day. Well, okay. Well played, Michael. And John? I mean, this this is very much a game of name players who you can name who could would have played roughly around that time for me. <laughs> stop I... rubbing in. Stop rubbing in the fact that you're so young. Just, just yeah. stop. Again, playing for time, playing for sympathy, playing for any kind of dignity because I'm not going to be able to get a good answer here. Uh, I'm just going to say Ian Jess. Uh, Ian Jess did uh, play that season, and he only actually scored two goals, so it was a very good answer actually. <laughs> um, so what that meant is, with uh, frankly. Um, you cannot get a better score than Michael and Mark managed in that round with two points. They take home the five points from that uh, from that little round. Um, so in total, they won both rounds, taking 10 points out of 10 out of this round. Uh, then we have a tie. Uh, both teams, uh, both Jim and Martin and John and Simon, both got four points in total um, for uh, their guesses in that round. So rather than three and one, they'll both be taking two points out of that round. So again, in total from uh, this, th those two rounds of this um, this round, if you will, um, not that that makes any sense, um, Michael and Mark took 10 points, John and Simon took five points, and Jim and Martin took three points. Now that has made a considerable dis difference to the table. Because it means, again, we have new leaders. Uh, in third place, we have Jim and Martin on 34 points. In second place, on 38 points, we have John and Simon. And leading on 41 points, three points clear, Michael and Mark. Mm -hmm. This is the last round. And we'll be... The order of this, um, your questions are set. That's not going to change. But in terms of order, it's going to go team in third, team in second, team in first. So it's just another round of name that Don. So this time it's going to be the opposite uh, person who's going to describe and the other person guessing. So Jim and Martin, you're in third place. Jim, you did the des uh, descriptions last time. So this time it's going to be Martin describing to you for you to guess. Martin, as before, you're going to have one minute to describe uh, the names that you've been given to Jim. And um, you are not allowed to use rhymes. You're not allowed to say the club they came from or if they've left Aberdeen, the club that they have gone to. Are you ready? I'm ready. You may begin. Uh, Kate Verde's greatest ever striker. Oh, Cult hero right now. Um, Duke. Yeah. Um, scored brilliant free kick against Rangers. Madison. Yeah. Um, Venezuela's greatest ever footballer. Venezuela? Pass. Atlanta United reject. Oh, um, Hernandez. Ronald yeah. Hernandez, 
uh, broke his arm in the League Cup final, Johnny 2014. Um, I mentioned him as one of the goal scorers against Copenhagen. Uh, Richard Foster. The other one. Chris Clark. No. Jamie. <laughs> he didn't. Um, his son is called Lennon and is also a footballer. Oh. I'll, I'll pass on that one. Um, uh, our manager in the late 70s went on to Argentina and oh, caused a national catastrophe. Um, Norwegian Time midfielder. Is Time is up. Time is up. That was Kato Gunvik to Norwegian midfielder. Pretty good to get Gunvik off the back of that. Um, you got five correct. The one you failed to get was Lee Miller, who was a goal scorer against oh. Copenhagen, except he wasn't, was he? Because it was an own goal. The other goal that evening. Uh, so yeah, five in total. Um, so the team in second place is John and Simon. Last time round it was John describing to Simon. So this time it's going to be Simon describing to John. Okay, Simon, if you're ready, your time starts now. Okay, the snake. Ryan Jack. Yeah. Um... Goalkeeper who peed on the bar next to Jimmy Calderwood on his stag do in Jimmy Magaluf. Lincoln. Yeah, um, mustachioed ex-manager scored a hat against Rangers in a cup semi years ago. Uh, ooh, mustachioed. He was co-manager with Alex Smith at one point. Yeah, uh, worst manager ever, but really good striker for us. Uh, Dingus. Yeah, um, married to Amy McDonald appears in the telly. Richard Foster. Yeah, glum chairman of the Gothenburg era. Uh, Dick Donald. Yes. Oh, Record yeah. signing from PSV Eindhoven. Ansel House. Record signing from St Mirren, winger. Uh, Peter Weir. Yeah. Um, Dodry old manager, ex-Scotland manager as well. Craig Brown. Yeah. Um, uh, signing from... Oh, I can't say that. Um, Scotland international midfielder. Uh, plays in the played in the Premiership briefly, now in Championship in England. Rangers fan. Was with us as a young player, then went away. Time is up. Played for... oh, <laughs> Time is up, it's going so well. Just tripped up over Kenny McLean. That was some effort up to that point. Nine in the space of 40 seconds, and then just. Yeah. That was like 15 minutes. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) And they've both got the answers. Come on now. They hit it very well, if that's the case. Not not that I want to help Michael and uh, his team, but wasn't there some previous clubs mentioned there? Yeah, yeah. PSV. I don't record signing from. Oh yeah, record signing from Sevilla, pretty much. I only, I only thought uh, we've already given them the answers. You're right. You're right. Go on, Jim. Go on, Jim. That has to be seven points instead of a nine. That could be crucial. That could be crucial. That's what it says. Winning it on a technicality like that would it? Would it feel like? Would it feel worth it if you won on a technicality like that? I don't think it would, personally. Michael and Mark, I, mean, I, think I don't think, okay you know. <laughs> Let's not count the chickens, though. You know, but I'd be perfectly fine with that. Well, I just want to remind both, both Mark and Michael, just remember, you can only choke from here. <laughs> well, last got, like, time out, it was... <laughs> last time out, it was um, Michael asking the questions to Mark. Yeah. This time, for the title, it's going to be Mark... <laughs> Asking, Mark describing, and Michael trying to. Michael, guess. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say that now, okay? I'm very sorry. For the title, the title, the whole thing, the thing you've been 
dreaming of, longing of for seasons, years. Honestly, I'm sweating profusely here. The thing is, I've no idea how many I need. All of them, Michael. We need all of them. I'm listening very carefully for any infractions of the rules here as well, guys. Quite right, quite right. If you're ready. Yep. Go. Judas left back. Ricky Foster? No, the other one. Uh, David Robertson. Yeah, Bill Towses. Right. It's okay, you got Robertson. Uh, oh, Bill Towses. Bill Towses. Pass. Okay, uh, King of the North. Joe Harper. Spam. Spammer. Uh, John McMaster. Elephant Man. David Dodds. The Bear. The Bear? Yeah. Uh, Roy Aitken. No, it, uh, yeah, uh, Hungarian. Uh, Zoltan Varga. Teeth. Uh, more than that. Uh, Chairman Teeth. <laughs> uh, oh, Dave Cormack. Um, teenage multi-million signing out of the club. Calvin Ramsey. Uh, I've lost where I am now. Uh, Jamie Buckins da. Time up. Time up. Time up. Time up. Time up. Obviously, he's not getting that one, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And by the very smart tactic of just running through the list and finding ones you could actually describe very quickly with one word, which was actually oh, genius. Is that, is that legal? Genius is that legal? Of a, of a type that I didn't think was actually. Didn't think he was capable of. But needing, I think, what did he need? He needed five to win. And they ended up scoring it. Choke? What choke? <laughs> this year's champions, after three years in the wilderness, are Michael Grant and Mark Elric. Congratulations, yeah. gentlemen. How does it feel? How does it feel? It's like downtown Buenos Aires here. <laughs> <laughs> Finishing on 49 points. Michael might run away with it. Uh, a, a tremendous last round. If, perfectly legitimate to do what Mark did there and, and just take his list and go through it for the for the more obvious ones. Um, he, was a, were... he, was a, he was a Judas home builder. I'm still black, you, drawing you a blank. You got it. Stuart Mill. Stuart Mill. Oh, this uh, yeah. Stuart, uh, uh, house builder, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. House Judas building chairman, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, second place, just for the record, uh, John and Simon coming in second place, um, 45 points, despite, uh, you know, I think that's a valiant effort, despite uh, John's repeated reference to the fact it was too young to know half the questions, so fair play, lads. And then, because there weren't enough questions about what the climatic conditions were on any given day at the Tawdry, uh Pulling up the rear, it's uh, Jim and Martin on 39 points. Uh, but it went down to the wire, went down to the last round. But every congratulations to our winners at last. Perseverance pays off. Michael Grant, Mark Elric. Send through gritted teeth. I wait like right. the fireworks off. <laughs> I'll listen out for them. Um, so uh, that was this year's hot mess of a quiz. Thank you so much to each of our participants, to Jim Douglas, to uh, to Martin, to um, Michael Grant, to Mark Elric, uh, to John Cowan, standing in at the very last minute there on behalf of a poorly uh, Martin Clunas 
and to Simon Cato. Thank you very much uh, to all of you. And uh, thank you for listening. God knows if you've listened to the end of this, uh, you really are quite the masochist. Uh, a bit like staying to the end on Saturday was. Um, we'll leave you with the cheers of the victors ringing in your ears. And the, well, frankly, the get it right up here is really from the victors would probably be more appropriate. Um, you know, where will, what will they do with their 12 months now? There's no kind of bitterness and recrimination to see them soon over the next 12 the, months. The, I don't the, know. The, fun's, the fun's gone out of it now. <laughs> gloat, gloat as fuck. That's <laughs> I see. It's going to be gloating that, uh, I, I think I preferred the bitterness and recriminations personally, but there we are. Well. There we are. Uh, worthy winners, uh, led in the first round, were pegged back, but uh, pulled away at the death. Critically, the uh, pointless round, despite Michael not uh, realising what game he was playing, uh, them managing to, to win both of those uh, contests helped him through. You know, a magnificent effort from, from the two of them. And um, yeah, proof that uh, every loser can win, as Nick Berry once said. <laughs> On that bombshell. <laughs> yeah. He gives them and he takes away. Doesn't he? It's just niche, you know? Nick Berry, fucking. Yeah, how many, other, how many other podcasts are giving it Nick Berry references this Christmas time, eh? eh? Not many. Yeah. Not many. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, okay, uh, goodbye. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Until then, come on, you Reds. Right.